Happy Saturday and welcome back. Today I will be talking about boundaries. We all know what they are, but in the past couple of months, I've realized that not everyone has them. I, of course, have a couple boundaries in just about every area of my life. But some of my big boundaries include not arguing in public. Like, I really don't like PDA much, but I get so much anxiety if you try to argue with me in public. I remember a couple of years ago, I was down the street from my house, headed to see some 4th of July fireworks with my boyfriend in the car, and I pulled over to get something out of my trunk, but we were already arguing before I pulled off from the house. So, of course, the argument was just extended in the car, and when I pulled over, he decided to get out of the car with me and proceed to argue with me outside. I tried to ignore him, and then he grabbed me and like, no, it wasn't like, oh, domestic violence. Like, no, he just like grabbed my arm. But the way that it looked when a car was passing by made it seem like this dude is about to hit me. And I remember them looking at me kind of like, you know, should we jump in? And I'm like, no, like it's good. But I hated the feeling that it gave me because, I mean, not saying that I would never be one of those girls in that kind of relationship because none of us know that. And I've learned you don't say things that you will not do or that will never happen because (laughs) it will. But that's the thing that, you know, I steer away from people who I think could even remotely put their hands on me. However, in that situation, it looked like, okay, this girl is in trouble. And not only that, I'm down the street from my house. So these are neighbors. Like These are people who have seen me outside of my house or have met me you know, in the past 10, 15 years we've been living there. So it was definitely like, okay, I don't want any of these people going back and telling my grandma that, you know, your daughter was just down the street getting beat by a boyfriend. Like, no, the last thing I need is my family coming to hunt him down or my family yelling at me for not telling them that something like that was happening to me. But that made me hate arguing in public I think another thing that really had to do with it is do y'all remember how like you would get into it with your parents right before company came over and so I mean I know in my household we were taught don't tell what goes on inside of the house that's nobody else's business what happens in this house stays in this house so when people came over and we just finished arguing You had to act like you weren't annoyed, like your parents were the best parents ever and they acted like you were the best child they've ever had. And secretly, y'all are annoyed with each other, but nobody else knew. So I think it has something to do with that too. Like I'd rather 
keep it at home and we work it out before we take it outside because that gives people the room to judge. And I even know myself, like when my friends tell me about their relationships, I've gotten better. But if you tell me that your dude cheated on you and then the next day you invite me over (laughs) with him there, I am not good at faking something. So it's going to be really hard for me to laugh in his face knowing that he betrayed you. And you're just like, I mean, yeah, I know I told you and I know I cried on your phone, but it's fine. (laughs) Like, no, it's not fine. But that is one of my big boundaries when it comes to relationships. Another boundary that I have is the way that people talk to me. You will not talk to me any kind of way. Like, I can't control what you say, but I can control what I accept. And you're not going to think that it's okay to just hit my phone with some off-the-wall stuff. Now, I know people who, they have people who hit their phone first time they meet, and they're, like, talking really sexual. But... I'm like, you open the door for that because you he he ha ha giggle thought that was funny <laughs> when they text you saying how they wanted to do something to you. But then you're mad when the next person does it, when somebody you want to take serious approaches you that way. Why wouldn't they? You attract that energy. You let one person think that that was okay. Why wouldn't the other person think that it's okay? And honestly, if that's your thing, it is what it is. But I have not ever had a guy off the rip text me, you know, hey, what you doing tonight? Five minutes after getting my number and then leading to tell me what he wants to do to me tonight. No. Because he'll get blocked. Like, even if he did, he would get blocked. I'm not going to go off on him. He's not worth my time. I don't even know him. He doesn't even know me. He probably won't even care. He'll just go to the next person. But that's not how you get at me. I remember when I was in college, I think it was like my sophomore year, and I met this guy, and I gave him my number, and he asked me, like, Oh, what are you doing later? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Bible study. Because I always went to this thing every week that was kind of like Bible study, kind of like church. But he immediately was like, oh, so you a church girl. And it was kind of the way that the text was that completely turned me off. Because that's something that I would do back then and kind of still do now. But really, in college, I'd be like, you know, do you go to church? Or I'll tell you, like, (laughs) I go to church. Yeah, I am a quote-unquote church girl. Like, I actually enjoy going to hear a message. But how you responded to that let me know right then and there where this needed to go. Because I think in college, like, if you choose to go to church, you're not in your parents' home anymore. I don't know about y'all, but 
I couldn't miss a Sunday of church unless I was sick. So once I got to school and made that decision for myself to go to church, I knew that it wasn't something that, you know, was just because my parents forced me to do. I mean, it might have been a habit as well, but I enjoyed going. So if a dude was in school and he was going to church, that was a turn on for me because nobody's there to force you to go. You know, you probably just went out Saturday and stayed out till Sunday morning. Nobody is saying, hey, get up. It's time to get ready. So it's like you doing that because you want to. Anyway, needless to say, that dude rode me the wrong way. And and I don't even remember what he looked like, to be honest. But I know he wasn't worth any of that. But you shouldn't just have boundaries with people that you're dating. It should be in every area of your life. I don't know why, but for some reason, when we jump from being a kid to an adult, we stop thinking that it was okay to say no without giving a reason. Like, if you think about it, when your parents told you no as a kid, they never gave you a reason. And that kind of set the standard. You knew not to ask why they said no. Because (laughs) it wasn't going to be a great outcome for you. But if my parents said, no, I can't go spend the night over so-and-so house, that was it. I wasn't going to hear why. I might have been open all weekend. You know, they didn't have anything planned. But their word was the final say. That's how we need to be when... People are asking us for things that we want to say no to. I got caught up in a job where I just wouldn't say no. Like I completely overworked myself for absolutely no reason because it wasn't like it was a job that I was looking to stay in for the rest of my life, nor was it a job that I cared to, you know, reach new levels with. But that's just the person that I am. I like to work and I work hard. But they started taking it way too far. I would say yes to working this time and yes to working this time. And I didn't want to do it. But the times that I had to say no, I immediately gave an excuse. And it's like I didn't have to give an excuse because technically I didn't have to do it. I already worked what I'm supposed to work. I've already given you extra than what I'm supposed to have. And I'm not even getting paid for the extra time that you want me to put in. But saying no without having a valid excuse felt like something I wasn't supposed to do. You know how you have those things like something you feel like you're not supposed to do, but it's also not a crime to do it? Like driving with the lights on in the car? Like, that's how I felt. I'm like, okay, I have a right to say no. It is a question. However, it feels like I'm supposed to say yes. And it's okay sometimes. I mean, I know I said yes a lot of times because I might need those people to cover my shift at some point. 
So I'm going to say yes right now and hope that later on when I need coverage, I can reach out to you. But always saying yes is extreme. You have to be okay with saying no. Even when that comes to your friends or, you know, something more. Like, I know when my friends ask me for something, I try to do it. Because that makes me feel like a quote-unquote better friend. But the times that I can't do it, I hate telling them no. Because I don't want them to, and I know that they wouldn't, because... They know me. I'm a loyal friend. You know, the friends that I do have, I've been friends with them for a long time. So they know me. But still, I'm like, no, you know, they're going to be upset. Like, they might really need me to do this. Like, you know, yeah, we just talked on the phone yesterday for an hour, but they might really need some encouragement tonight for another hour. And in all honesty, I'm tired. I don't feel like talking to anybody. Really, I'd be okay if the phone just died and I put it on the charger and fell asleep before it came back on. But then I'm allowing myself to give them that time even when I don't feel like it because saying no just feels like without a real reason other than I'm tired doesn't feel right. Now, out of all the boundaries that I have one that I needed to learn and actually had to learn not that long ago was to to not say yes because it seemed right. Like nothing on paper <laughs> seemed right other than the fact that the opportunity came at a time when I was looking for an opportunity. But if it's something that I learned, if nothing else, is that not every opportunity is a God opportunity. It was actually crazy. Like, I was trying to figure out how I was going to start doing something when the person that I've done something for before reached out to me and asked if I was available. And don't get me wrong, like, I've been with them before, it was great, however, it's not something that I wanted to do. And they weren't going to pay me enough, and they wanted me to put in more work than what they were willing to offer. And I knew that if I told them no, they were going to get upset, and that could break a tie with the business relationship that we have when I really wanted to maintain that. But ultimately, I just feel like it was a test overall because not too long after that, I actually got a different opportunity that was so much better than the one that I would have been in. And if I had just said, okay, I'm going to accept this because, you know, I don't feel like looking. I just don't want to disappoint them. I'm just going to do it anyway. And, you know, we'll backtrack around it at some point. Had I done that, I would have been so miserable. 
But like I said, it came at a time that I was looking for something. So, of course, it was like, oh, this got to be right. But then also the opportunity that came after, it didn't seem like originally the right thing to do because when I talked to them, they told me that what I would be charging them was more than what another person who could do the job would be charging them. Now, it made me feel some type of way. It definitely made me feel like, okay, am I wrong? Like, should I lower my price? But I didn't because ultimately I realized no one is going to make me lower the price for something that I know that I know that I'm worth. I have the experience. I have the effort. I have the references that can back me up. But it made me realize that I don't have to prove my worth to you. Like, I know that I'm good for it. And if you want to settle for someone who is going to do a half-assed job, that's fine. But you're not going to make me diminish my worth because you've talked to whoever and they're going to give you a lower price. It was definitely a risk because the opportunity that they had is exactly what I wanted. And there are times that you do have to accept the opportunity just for the experience, even if it's not paying what you would want it to pay. But in this case, there was no reason for me to accept that. (laughs) And I didn't. And I'm glad that I didn't because when they reached back out to me to work with me, I feel like they respected me much more because I stuck to what I said. Oh, also, they're paying me what I asked for. But I feel like that made them realize, okay, if she said something, she's sticking to it. And that's how you should be when you're setting the standard with whatever you have to set the standard for. Once you say it, that's it. You shouldn't go back and forth with a person on how they should talk to you. You shouldn't go back and forth with a person on how they should treat you. If you have your boundaries, stick to them. Because people will test you. They'll try to figure out, okay, I know she said that she won't do this. I know she said don't do that. But let me just try one more time and see. They'll do it to see if you're going to break. And if you break, it's no going back from there. So like my goddaughter. I think it's so funny when she does certain things that my best friend is like, don't laugh at her. But see, I'm not the one that's with her when she does it. So to me, it's funny over the phone, but to her, it's like, no, don't do this. Straight face, because if I sit there and laugh, which this has happened, then you're going to think it's okay and you're going to do it again. It works the same way. If you sat there and you were like, okay, you know, whatever, and there were no consequences, they are going to continuously do it because they know that they can get away with it. They know that you're just going to be like, okay, whatever. 
And then you're harboring hate, anger, hurt, but you allowed it to happen. So what are some of your boundaries? Let me know. And thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, comment, and I'll be back next Saturday.